Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to uh, another version of Bill Roden on sports. We're here um, uh, day after, one or two days after, whenever Jamal puts us up, uh, <laughs> after the free agent explosion. I'm here with my co-host, great Jamal Murphy. Murph, what's up? What's up? Yeah, it was a long, long day of free agency yesterday. Um, very, it was, it was tiring trying to uh, keep up with all the reports. So, uh, you know, a lot to wrap up in a small time. Yeah, but we'll, we can do it. That's why they pay all the big bucks. That's and right, of course, right. great Nabate Isle. Nabate, what's going on, man? You you happy with free agency? Whew, it's intriguing. But let me tell you, I have an opinion that might not be popular. Oh no! Up, which which it usually turns out to be right anyway. <laughs> remember, 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 Bill. He he was very he was very strong on the uh, KD. Uh, and and well, definitely KD to Brooklyn, KD, and, Brooklyn. And, and and Kyrie and Kyrie. So you gotta give him credit. You gotta give give, give him props, man. Yeah, you gotta give him props for that. <laughs> I was like, that yeah, was I was like, yeah, maybe you know, but he was he was on it. Yeah. So what's what's your what's your uh, um, your your take that's not a, that's not popular about that? <laughs> oh, Let's get right to it. That the New York Knicks recovered very well. I agree with that. They recovered very well. The, and, and they did it like... Now, okay, the fact that they came out public, supposedly came out publicly um, mentioning that uh, they weren't going to offer Durant the max anyway, that, that wasn't necessary. They didn't have to do that. But I can see why they wouldn't because they've been burned in the past by, by big-time contracts that they've signed. You know, like McDice, Antonio McDice trading for him and, and, uh, and also signing uh, Mari Stoudemire, et cetera, et cetera, and also just being disappointed in free agency in the past. But I have to tell you, the, who they've acquired are players that are going to be fighting for their values in two years, cause, and they signed them to all two-year contracts, except for Julius Randle, which I think was a very good contract, three years for $63 million. That was fair, because Julius Randle is someone that is starting to be a very versatile player in this league on the offensive and defensive ends, and he did very well um, um, being able to spell for DeMarcus Cousins, as you know, uh, with Cousins not being signed, but but the two-year contract of Bobby Portis, who right. still has a lot with, of potential. With, uh, you know, with T- Team options after one year, right? After one year for all those kinds, right? For all those kinds, and, and then a team option after two years for Randall. For Randall, even though it's a three year. That's right. So they, so Bill, believe this, believe it or not, the Knicks are actually being kind of smart here. Yeah, and smarter. They, you know, in the past, they would have ran, they would have went after like Tobias Harris mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. somebody like that, or Jimmy, right. Jimmy Butler if they they would went after a third option and offered him like a five year max or whatever they could exactly they could give him. But here they rein themselves in. Yeah, and and you have Bobby Portis, you have Taj Gibson. These are veterans. You have uh, also Reggie Bullock and Wayne Ellington, who fits a need for perimeter shooting. Both those players, and also they sign. I think very Alfred Payton, right, who's like as, as one of the one of the most versatile point guards in the league. The thing is that he can't stay healthy. Two years, nine million. So they've really so 2021, 2020, and 2021, they've set themselves up to have 
mucho cap room moving forward. It just they've recovered very well. And once again, I always praise Scott Perry and Steve Mills, David Fisdale, Craig Robinson, that front office. They're really built they're really doing different things with the Knicks on how to manage and how to plan out, even though they struck out on on actually a guy with a torn Achilles. Right. You know, and and Kyrie Irvin, who's proven that he cannot win as a number one option, but that's yet to be seen. We have to see what Kyrie does in Brooklyn. Sure. What do you think about that, Bill? What's uh, no, I, I agree, man. I mean, there are two narratives that I just found absurd. A, that they shouldn't have gotten rid of um, Przingis. I think they should have. Mm. You know, I think they should have gotten rid of him. I'm glad they did. And then this idea of, and you're actually right about that. I mean, the old Knicks, you know, would have done that. They would have gotten a player who's ripped up his Achilles, <laughs> invested in him, and then been crying in their milk in two years when the guy's not the same. And you know this market. No matter what they did, they were going to get ripped. But I'm glad, and I, 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 I trust Scott Perry. Mm, you know, he's not, he, he, this is a different breed of front office. Between Scott, Steve Mills, um, Craig Robinson, you know, they, they know basketball. Right. And I think that they said, no, we're not going to pay this guy. This guy is coming off this, this, you know, you're right. Had he not gotten hurt? Our whole, this whole conversation, if Durant did not get hurt, we're having a completely different conversation. But this, and then in terms of Kyrie, man, I don't know how you guys feel, but the more I saw Kyrie, the less I was interested in seeing him with the Knicks. You know, you know what I'm saying? I just think the more you saw about him, you know, I don't know if we need that headache. So I agree with you guys. I, I think that uh, I think they did well, and I think Brooklyn, you know, they may have won on paper, but we got to see. Hmm. But you know, Brooklyn. What, what do you think? I mean, I I I, I agree. I, I I think I I do think they should have held on to uh, to Porzingis um, because the whole the whole pitch was where you know we're trading Porzingis. Remember, they had his rights, so I don't care if he wanted to be there or not. Remember, this is this is a plantation bill. You know what I'm saying? They could have kept him if they wanted to. <laughs> you know, they they had his rights, so he couldn't go anywhere without them letting letting him. And so, but the whole pitch at the time was, "Hey, we're going to clear this space because you know we're going to bring we're going to get two big free agents." Because if you still had Porzingis here, and then you added Randall, that's you, you come into this season like, hmm, maybe we got a decent but, squad. Um, but, would, if, but would you pay Porzingis five years? Dallas did. But be why keep me? If it's a need for Dallas, what's the <laughs> <a> story? <laughs> <need>? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Sorry, right, sorry, Bill. And he you. wanted to see. Supposedly, he wanted to see Jim Dolan. He didn't want to speak with Steve Mills. He wanted to talk with Dolan directly. Really? That's the that's the story. Uh-huh. You know what that's about? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know exactly what that's. And it, yeah, it was his brother calling the shots. His brother probably didn't trust two black guys. No, I don't know. I'm not. I'll, I'll edit that. I don't know. My guys, <laughs> good. Go to Dallas. Deal with them, and let's see how that turns out. Well, what did you think of uh, what's the name going to Golden State? I thought that was uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell. Interesting. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell. What do you think of going to Golden State? I thought that was that was interesting. I, I think uh, you know Golden State. You know they have they had to feel like they had to do something. They had to strengthen their team. Uh, obviously, they're going to be without even Clay Thompson for the whole year. Then they lose. Then they lose uh, Durant. Um, so you really only have uh, Steph Curry and Draymond. Um, so I think if they keep D'Angelo Russell and they don't move him again, if they keep him, I think I think it's a great move for D'Angelo Russell. I think you know it opens up all kind of space for him. You probably you probably can hide some of his weaknesses. 
um, because he's gonna have he's gonna get open shots. Um, he can use his passing ability a little more in that in that wide open game. So I think it's great for him. He can probably boost his stock while he's out there. Um, you know, as far as Golden, how much it helps Golden State. It's an asset that they acquire, uh, but you know. In that tough Western Conference, I don't think it really puts them over the top per se. I think, I think you know they still be like on the on the bottom half of that playoff mm-hmm. race in the West. And and the great thing about D'Angelo, the leadership he's going to be under, a Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Stephen Curry, they all came up together. And Jermaine O'Neal said in 2013, actually uh, after Jermaine O'Neal, because he didn't get to win the title with them, but he saw in 2015 the work ethic of those guys, the the fact that they they depended on each other, they held each other accountable. Like Mark Jackson literally had to lock up the gym so they would leave, you know, so they wouldn't come back because they just kept working. And I think D'Angelo Russell is going to learn. He's working hard because you can see him working hard uh, throughout the summer. And, of course, he's worked hard to become an all-star. But I think it's going to take – it's going to – mentally and maturity-wise, he's going to be another person. And especially that contract is tradable too. So they can always trade that contract in two years, and he'll, he'll be a better person for it, for being with those guys. For the Nets, I think, uh, you know – I, I definitely understand, you know, it's a risk uh, taking on uh, Kevin Durant after an, after an Achilles injury. Uh, Kyrie Irving is a risk, too. Uh, like you said, Bill, well, you know, you're not the only person. You know, ask all the Boston Celtics fans how they feel, how they feel about Kyrie. They're like, good luck with that. <laughs> so it's a yeah, risk. Right. But, 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 you know, Brooklyn's coming from a different space. You know, it's like it's almost, it almost validates Brooklyn. It, it, puts, them, it puts them on, the, you know, on this big boy status. That they were able to to pull off this type of thing, um, you know, they they grabbed the attention in New York. Uh, they're on the back pages, so it kind of changes the the Brooklyn uh, trajectory. So I think it's a good thing for them, even even just in terms of perception uh, for Brooklyn, because I think it puts them in a different place. Now, whether it works on the court, um, it's a different story. Now, now all of a sudden, there's going to be a lot of pressure in Brooklyn from you know, on Atkinson. Now he has, you know, he, he's not. They're not going to give him much more much time. Uh, to become a better coach, he just has to be. He has to be that right now, uh, and and the players. As soon as Durant gets there, there's going to be pressure on on him to win. Uh, but you know, as of right now, it's a good. It's definitely at the very least a good PR win. Do they beat? Do they beat Milwaukee with this team? Not this do year. Guys, do they beat Milwaukee with this team? This new with Kyrie and and uh, well, obviously. Not, but do they beat? Milwaukee with this team? No, not, no. Not, not this year they, because Durant's not there. Yeah, they don't beat the Sixers. They don't beat the Celtics, and they don't beat um, they don't beat uh, uh, Toronto. With Toronto, Kawhi. if Kawhi, if, if Kawhi's there, but also too Indiana. Indiana, Indiana is is a sleeper as well. Mm-hmm. Acquiring Malcolm Brogdon, um, so yeah, it's it's a tough top. The East is top heavy. Yeah, and Milwaukee they lost Brogdon uh, to Indiana. Uh, so that, 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 hurt, that hurts them a little bit, but they but they signed everybody else. They picked. They had some good pieces. Um, Wes Matthews. They picked up. Um, they re-signed uh, uh, George Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? They re-signed oh, Lopez. Brooke, Brooke Lopez. They also signed and Robin, his brother, his right? twin brother, Robin Lopez, as well. So Milwaukee's gonna be strong. I expect so. I expect Greek Freak to to take another step. Oh yeah, he's he's going in like he's Rocky training for Drago. Bet right. you, I bet you, Greek. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid of Giannis next year. I'm afraid of. Him. I agree with you. He, he could, he could be two time MVP. It's possible. The most interesting move I saw was how Iguodala was quietly shipped off to, uh, to, <laughs> to make after, space 
after he kind of, you know, went on his book tour and was kind of telling the truth, yeah. you know, about I, uh, the doctors and Mark Jackson Blackball. They got that. They got that brother <laughs> immediately. You know you what? Know? I think, Bill, I think he knew. I think they told him right after the finals that they were going to try to move his contract because they need to free up the space for Duran and for, you know, they were thinking about signing Duran, of course, Clay Thompson, and then the option of having, you know, D'Angelo Russell because they couldn't re-sign Duran. I think he knew that, and that's why he lashed out. He knew that beforehand. Yeah, Chris Haynes had put out a report that that, uh, Iguodala, they actually did tell Iguodala that they might move him Mm -hmm. um, if, if Kevin Durant left, for sure. So, you know, I don't know when, I don't know when he knew that, but... They, you know, they told him at some point. But you're yeah. right. He on the on the book tour. He, he's not he's not holding mm-hmm. anything back, which is a great and, thing. And you know, Memphis is going to buy him out, and it looks like he could be going to the Lakers. I see oh, that boy. happening. I see oh. that happening. But Bill, let me let me ask you this, Bill. If you're one person who hasn't done anything yet, and it, and it makes you know it fits his personality, you know all this crazy stuff was going on uh, in free agency yesterday. And you heard not a peep about what Kawhi is doing. In fact, he didn't even take a meeting. He was like, he was like, you guys do whatever you gotta do. I'm chilling. I Some, love it. He's chilling on the beach somewhere. He, he's the most fat. Bill, don't you think he could be the, one of the most fascinating personalities in sports history? What do you think, Bill? Well, you know, generation is Dwayne Thomas. You know, for, for those mm. yeah, people have to do Google Dwayne Thomas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the, the Dallas Cowboys famous running back, who's same kind of thing in, in football. You know. Uh, Thinks like not really saying anything. He famously said during a Super Bowl, a reporter said, "Dwayne, isn't this the ultimate game?" And he said, "If it's the ultimate game, why are they playing again next year?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Good point. You know, it is fascinating. It is really fascinating. But he's almost like you know, he's like he's like feeling his monk. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. just letting the space speak for itself. You know. Um, I, you know, and, and being called profound. So, mm-hmm. um, what would you do? Me, you know, what would you do if you're him? Um, you know, he, his, the Lakers. The Lakers are recruiting him, so he would. He, yeah. could, he has a chance. He could join uh, LeBron and, and Anthony Davis, I, or he can crazy. stay. Or he can stay crazy. in uh, to, Toronto, or the Clippers. Clippers, Clippers still have a shot. You know what? We, I know we talked about this a lot during the season. I mean, as much as I respect LeBron for everything he's done and all that. I don't know if I want to just get into that drama. Right. You know, with him and I mean Anthony Davis is fine. Anthony'd be fine. Um, you know, but and I know that a couple of guys like Danny Green are waiting to see what Kawhi's doing. I mean Toronto's a great city. It's a little cold. It's a little cold. Um, but they love him. You know, uh you know, uh besides gonna stay you know, I don't know. I, I, I and, and they're going to give him a ton of money, right, mm-hmm. by staying. Um, I, I know the pull of L.A. is really tough, but shoot, man, I, I could build my house there. I could be there. You know, I could build homes there. I, you know, but professionally, maybe Toronto is the best play. And if I'm the NBA, don't you guys think the NBA definitely wants him to stay in Toronto? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, or the Clippers, or go to the Clippers because that because remember the Clippers are one of the most dismal franchises in the history history of sports. Yeah, basically. But also, so, also if know. he goes to L.A., it's another super team, and you know they either, don't you, want lo- that. either you love them or you hate them. They could, you know, people are going to watch them every every game regardless. That's true. They'll have fifty national televised games <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Bill, get check this out. Check, check this out. Kawhi Leonard, right? 
has 351,000 followers on Twitter. He hasn't put out a tweet since July 7th, 2015. Watch him. Watch him this week on the 4th of July put out his first tweet in four years and tell us where he's going. Watch. That, be, that's going to be Kawhi. Let me, let, me go, uh, let me go follow Kawhi. <laughs> That's funny. That is very so. Nobody, you, you, you have got a good track record. I guess we should each do that. Where do you think he's going to end up? Ooh, man. I, I let me tell you. I okay. I'm and why? You know what? I okay. I'm going to lean towards the Los Angeles. Clippers. Oh wow! I'm going to lean towards them uh, because I think it's it's the reason why is because they've always been the step brother, you know. And, and remember, they share the Staples Centers with the Los Angeles Lakers. So, and I think too, they're building a new French arena. Well, yeah, finally, you know. And I think Kawhi. The thing with him is that the Clippers is an organization that's run very tightly, run very well with with coming from the top of Steve Ballmer all the way down to Lawrence Frank, who's done an underrated job as GM. And of course, Doc Rivers, arguably the best coach in the NBA, arguably he's in that discussion. So I really see Kawhi, and also him. Remember, he went to San Diego State. The Clippers were in San Diego, you know, so he's Southern California. He's always been the underdog, you know, and I think leading this Clippers team and having a good nucleus around him of guys that are hardworking, guys that know their roles, a la the Toronto Raptors and a la the San Antonio Spurs, too. I think L.A., we're not going to know. They don't have a personality. The Clippers already have a personality and he goes back home and I see him going to Los Angeles, to the Los Angeles Clippers for that. But the but the original thing, you know, the original uh, pull with the Clippers was that they were going to get two stars, that they were going to team up with another star, and now every star is gone. Uh, like, not really. Who, they, who's left? There are a lot of interesting free agents left. There's Willie Cauley Stein. Yeah, but I'm, you talking, know, about a, I'm talking about like a, a you know like a super, no, no, superstar no. Kawhi, tandem. But remember? I'm saying, but but remember, they have role players that mm-hmm. play their roles well. Montrell no. Harrell and Lou Williams, so Shea Gilgis Alexander. Oh, he can absolutely win with that and get two more free agents that are like. DeMarcus Cousins still hasn't been signed yet. That's what I'm saying. Like, you still have decent players mm-hmm. that are around. Oh, Kelly Oubre is but, a restricted free agent who, who can turn yeah, around but my be, point, and fit a role as a scorer off the bench. Right, but my point was the Clippers had the same, they had the same, uh, you know, goals as the Knicks. You know, it was like, we're going to get two big-time stars uh, and we're going to put them together. The Knicks, the Knicks didn't, you know, couldn't accomplish that. And neither could the Clippers. And in fact, yesterday... There were there were rumors that that uh, the Clippers were trying to get Jimmy Butler and Kawhi and also, together, but then Jimmy Butler decides you know, to sign with the Heat. It doesn't matter because you also got now you got Patrick Beverly who signed for three years, forty million. Patrick Beverly is one of the best on ball defenders in the league, and is someone that I would have on my team any single day of the week. Right, you but know, he's not and, a star. No, well, it's not about well, stars. It's well, about man. people that know their roles well, and Kawhi leads them to the promised land, a la Toronto, a la even, San Antonio. Even, even too. Toronto has Siakam. You know, that's still, well, they have, they you have Harold, Shea, Gilgis, Alexander, Gilgis, Alexander could be as impactful as Siakam this season. Gilgis, Alexander was, was an, no, no, no. He can make that move next that's year. A, he's a, a big jump. car. Oh yeah. He can have it 17, seven and, and six. He can do that because he's going to have more opportunity I'm, now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to teach another group of guys how to win a championship. Right. You yes. Know, I, I don't want to do that. I've already done it. You well, know, I don't want to go to another L.A and teach this group of guys how to win a title. It's, it's too much work. But they, and at least you know what you got. You know, you got a young, you got, you got a young star 
uh, uh, in Siakam up in Toronto. I mean, we know each other. We know each other's roles. You know, we kind of got this thing going on. You know, I, I don't have to reinvent the wheel. And I guess what if you could sign, like, what, a two-year or something like that? You could do a one-year you know, and you're um, eligible for a Supermax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's yeah, let's, 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 let's get into a groove. You know, let's, let's, let's give this another shot to win. You know, I'll, I'll buy some fur coats. I know, I know it's the weather right now. You know, uh, but I, I got my team. I got my squad. You know, we know each other now. Let's, 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 let's give this another shot. And then you're right, after a year or whatever, if, if I, if I want to go to Southern Cal, I go to Southern Cal. But I just don't, if I'm Kawhi, I don't want to have to teach go into a place like the Clippers and teach these guys how to win a title. Because, you know, all the names you mentioned, yes, yeah, great. They're all great names, but none of them have won a title. And you got to, you know, and that's a teach, there's a learning curve. You already, you and Danny Green already had to do that with Siakam. And, 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 uh, you know, so that's why I say, man, let me professionally, let me just give this title Another shot. Maybe we can win it again. But, but Bill, you know, but and Bill, we all, yeah. So that's that's. So I guess I'd say I'd stay in Toronto. But, but I, I got to tell you this though. But Doc Rivers, that's a leader who's taught those guys well. Because who expected them to win forty eight games this year? Like who expected that at all? You know what I mean? Like who expected them to give the Golden State Warriors hell with a healthy team, healthy Kevin Durant for six games? No one expected that. Doc Rivers, that's the thing. He doesn't have a Nick Nurse that he had to help along the way as well. Doc Rivers is there, that that guy right there that's able to lead them. And and I think I think this Clipper team, like I said, the role players have, I mean, they know their roles well, and they're younger, too, and they can grow. And they also, remember, Sweet Lou. You got Sweet Lou, too, as well. <laughs> that cat is is aching to be in the conference semis. In this con- He would step up because that cat, as you know, that cat got ice water in his veins. You know that. You know that, Bill and Jamal. Come on now. Now, I'm, I'm, my, my pick, <laughs> I don't want this to happen. I really don't. I think it's kind of a weak move, but I. I'm Wait, lean- go to Clippers? I, no, I'm no, I'm leaning. Towards, oh, to Lake. Oh, okay, I think, I think, I think okay, I was about to say. I think All he's right. go. I think he. I'm scared. Maybe it's, just, maybe it's just my fear, but I, I feel like he's going to the Lakers, and you know I don't like that, but you know because it allows him to, you know, who knows what LeBron is pitching him? Maybe LeBron. LeBron has already put out stories saying. Hey, you know, if, if Kawhi comes, you know, I'll play the third role. I'll, you know, I'll take a, a few steps back so I can prolong my career. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be his team. It'll be his and Anthony Davis's team. That's genius, right? Oh, yeah. Le- LeBron, LeBron, <laughs> but let me tell you, but let me tell you, though, Braun will average a triple dub. Yeah, but, He'll average a triple yeah. to 20, 11, and 12, something like that. I can see know? it. <laughs> you know, so I think, and then, he, and, then, and then Kawhi only has to play like 60 games a season, and he can, he can be fresh for the playoffs. You yeah. know, he's in L.A where he's from because you can you, you know, can set your lineup to have two superstars play each game lebron and anthony davis then lebron and Kawhi, then anthony davis and Kawhi. you right. <laughs> kind of manage them all three of them you know right what i want him to do is stay you is know, stay in I, toronto I, I, yeah they know great we have these three guys we can divide we can we, we, you know and the fans will never be unhappy right because, you know <laughs> one night it'll be uh lebron will be out yeah the next that quality but always be two of them you know, in, in, in the lineup. 
and did you and, and did you guys see um like in February or something when LeBron and Kawhi they played a game and then LeBron said I'll be in touch and Kawhi was like nodding like yep you know and I thought Kawhi was nodding like whatever right. you know but no <laughs> it was like no they have been in touch <laughs> so let's you know we'll see we'll see what happens with Kawhi um, no you know I mean this he's the most unpredictable dude there is. So this will be really interesting. Stay by your phone. See if, right. Wo- see if Woj uh, tweets out where he's going. No, no. It'll, it'll come from Kawhi new- first. It'll come from Kawhi. Watch. That'd Watch be, that, July that, 4th that would, on his Twitter. That would really show me something if he, if he can beat Woj, if he can keep Woj away from the news. I listen to Woj talk about whenever we get to Kawhi, there's a level of uncertainty. Right. And you don't hear him because he's, oh, you really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you have no clue. Oh, man. No clue. Let's, let, let's, just, let's, just, let's just go around quickly. We'll go around quickly and, and talk yeah. about the, ma- the other major signings and we'll get a quick, uh, a quick take on them. Um, I guess we can go to the, the 76ers. They lose Jimmy Ooh. Butler, uh, who ends up in Miami. Um, but they, you know, they signed Harris. They re-signed uh, Tobias <laughs> Harris. And they also signed... Uh, uh, Horford, Al Horford, which is interesting. Good move. Yeah, I think that's good a good move. move. And, and yeah, I, I like that. I like. That. I'm, I'm, I'm. I think the loss of um, of uh, what's the name? Um, Butler. The three point. Um, oh, Redick. Yeah, um, they lost Redick too. Redick. Yeah. That, that was. A, but it was a great game for New Orleans. I think right. New Orleans made some good moves, man. I don't uh, know what you guys. Yeah. I think I like New Orleans. They're making the playoffs. I, like how they, I can see that. Yeah, I like how they're coming out. Too bad they can't move to the East. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. But you got Derek Favors, who's yep. a good post defender. Like Bill and Jamal, yeah. they, they're already one of the top five defensive teams in the league right now. You got elite defender in Drew Holiday, elite defender Alonzo Ball, a very good defender, help defender in Zion Williamson. Then you got Derek Favors inside as a post defender. So Zion could be able to roam defensively. He can be himself. He can really be himself right. yeah. and have guys around him that do all those other things, and then Zion could be his own guy. So yeah, and he act, and Zion actually comes into it, uh, you know, in a rare situation for for you know a number one pick or a big time rookie. Mm-hmm. He actually ha- he's coming in with with help, with experienced help, with guys who can actually play. Mm-hmm. Um, they put a good roster around him. That's, mm-hmm. You know, it could be scary. And do you see why I was saying that Zion is good for Zion to have his own team coming in his rookie year? You well, know, to he, have yeah, that. He, but they know? actually hooked him up with a so, hell of a team. Yeah, well, that's David Griffin yeah, right there. Exactly. That's that, and that's that's the right way to do it. And and Bill, oh, Bill and um, Jamal. Josh Richardson, underrated mm-hmm. acquisition mm-hmm. for the Philadelphia 76ers, replacing Jimmy Butler because Josh Richardson is younger, has more upside at currently than Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is like at his peak right now, basically. But Josh Richardson is someone that came from the heat way, that worked his tail off to get to where he is, just like Jimmy Butler. Problem with Josh Richardson is he's had injury issues, nagging injuries throughout his career. If he can stay healthy, then he's going to be beautiful for them at the two at, and, and could defend uh, two um, three positions, the one, the two, and the three, for sure. Uh, Kemba Walker to the Celtics. Ooh, man, like it. Ooh, love it, love it. I like it. You pretty much get the same thing, same production that Kyrie put. Not as flashy as Kyrie, but also, too, he can adjust his game any which way that the team needs him to be. And that's what Brad Stevens is all about. Brad Stevens wants those type of players that can be interchangeable for what their roles are. And and now Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum could be themselves now. Right. And it kind of reminds me of Isaiah Thomas, 
Uh, you know, you watch what Stevens was able to do with Isaiah Thomas at, in Boston, and you got a guy, even you know, a bigger guy in Kemba who's even, you know, you know, a better player um, and really a better teammate than Kyrie was. So, you know, he's basically, to me, he's Kyrie, not as flashy, but, a, but less of a headache. And Ennis Cantor joins them as well, joins the Celtics too, which is a great – you know, he's a walking double-double right. and rebounding inside, which they and, lacked. You know, listen, man, we're all in the media – and, and the, the, the narrative of Kyrie is this: we don't know. That's true. You know, we we don't know what really went on, and uh, and, and yeah, I, I mean, and I said it too. Well, Kyrie is, is not a great teammate. Well, you don't know that. And then, right. as you know, if you happen to be a a, a a perceptive young black man, and you're in Boston, a lot of places, you know, sometimes you could be, you know, you could be branded. Oh, he thinks too much, or he's a little quirky. Right. I, I, Kimba, well, Kimba's pretty, pretty insightful, too. Um, I don't know. I just think I, I'm always hesitant to, to tap into a narrative about a player, particularly when we're not there. We don't know. No, that's fair. You right. know? That's definitely fair. And, you know, so we really don't know. Now, I think the proof of the pie, I'd be more concerned about Brooklyn, about Kyrie. I mean, invariably, Kyrie's going to get hurt. Right. And my thing is, who's backing it? Well, they got Dinwiddie. Oh, Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis LeVert. And Kyrie, and, and, and defend, I've always defended Kyrie from the standpoint of how he's uh, responded to the media while he was in Boston. You know, some, some like, like you said, he's a black male. He's probably tired, you know, of like certain media members that ask condescending questions. Of course, we, we only hear the answers. We don't hear the questions themselves, you know. And Kyrie, and Kyrie, you know, he, he has a mind of his own, very intelligent man, you know, very, he's, he's very thoughtful on things. So, yeah, I, hey, I, I totally defended him on, on how he, uh, his responses sometimes. Okay, you know, I media. take it back, Kyrie, you know, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure you're a great teammate. <laughs> you know, I'm not listening. I'm not going to listen to anybody else. <laughs> yeah, bottom line is that, you know, let, let's see if he wins. You know, I, yeah. I mean, I think that Brooklyn, you know, uh, is a fresh start, and he's got a great excuse, opportunity. So let's let's see. Who else are we missing? Uh, the U, uh, the Utah, Utah Jazz made some moves. You know, they have now they have Mike Conley, who – who uh, has been underrated his whole career? Mm-hmm. He's a great player now. He, Maybe the best player ever not to make an All Star game. Maybe. Maybe, and now he's with he he joins uh, Donovan Mitchell, the great young player, and they also signed uh, Bogdanovich, who's a very solid mm-hmm. uh, forward in the league. Pretty much takes so, over yeah. for Crowder. Yeah, so now people are you know trying to put Utah in that upper echelon. We shall see, but I th- but I think uh, they look pretty solid because they you know with just really uh, Donovan Mitchell as an offensive uh, weapon uh, the past couple of years. They've, you know, they've, they've won 50 games or come close to it just with him. Now you add two two more guys who can actually score consistently, mm-hmm. uh, play defense as well. I like what Utah did, too. Good luck. Where's he going to find the barbecue, though? That's no, he, ain't find, he ain't finding the barbecue in, uh, in Utah. You got you to gotta, you gotta drive to right. Vegas. Well, you never know. Remember, you know, you never know. You know, like, you know, there's always those little pockets in Salt Lake, oh, you, you know? Uh, anybody else? Uh, anybody else did anything interesting? I guess the big story... The untold is still Kawhi. I mean, I think that's going to be the next, you know, the next thing. I guess we said Novate thinks he's going to L.A. Where do you, where do you think he's going, uh, Jamal? I said I think. Oh, you said the Lakers. Yeah, unfortunately. And then I said the, the Lakers. Clips. And, the Clips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hope I'm, I'm, I'm rooting yeah, for Toronto. Yeah, so, and I say he'll just stay in Toronto. So, so yes. we'll see. No they, they'll be missing. 
Uh, no, you know, that about sums up all the big moves in free agency for now. Just want to say rest in peace, Tyler Skaggs, the young pitcher for the Los Angeles Angels. He was found unresponsive, and he, he was found dead um, in this hotel room, actually, in Texas. Um, they were about to play the Rangers, I believe, yeah, in, in, in Arlington. And so God bless his soul and, God, and, and prayers to his family as well. He was only 27 years old. Wow. Mm. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible has over 180,000 book titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and MP3 player. For you, the listeners of Bill Roden on Sports, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. We highly recommend that you check out the classic $40 Million Slaves, The Rise, Fall, and Redemption of the Black Athlete by the one and only William C. Roden, an absolute must-read. To download your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com backslash Bill Roden on Sports. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash Bill Roden on Sports for your free audiobook. Check it out. All right, doing a short uh, free agency wrap up, but uh, we still have time for a trip and check with, with our uh, great producer, Aaron Mathewson. What's up? Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you, Aaron? I'm good. Everybody feeling good? <laughs> yes, not as good as that guy though. Yeah, that, that, that's, that, that was really good. Okay, just just two quick things. Um, first thing, uh, Corey Coco Goff beat Venus Williams today in Wimbledon. Saw that, which is crazy. She's the twelfth youngest uh, person to qualify at Wimbledon, mm-hmm. and uh, Venus had won Grand Slams before she was even born. Right. So she's fifteen. Right. She's fifty. Corey's C- Coco. Uh, is 15 and Venus is 39. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, now I, where is she from, Coco? I was wondering. Oh, I, is she American? Yes. yes. She is. American. Yeah, American sister. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good question. I will find out and get back to you. Mm-hmm. But she's American. I wasn't sure. She's American, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm wondering if I'm driven. I don't know about you all. I'm not ready for the, the, Venus, the Williams sisters to not be at the top. Well, Venus has been off the top for a while. That's true. But I, yeah. I feel like Serena's. I mean, speaking of that, you know, Osaka lost. That's true. She, you know, she got upset in the first round. Wow. Yeah, number two seed. Yeah. One hit wonder. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, she won two Grand Slams already, so come on now. <laughs> but she did. The interesting, thing of, the, the, the interesting thing about her is uh, she won the two Grand Slams in a row, uh, the U.S. Open and the Australian Open. Then prior to the French Open, uh, she split with her coach. Oh. I forget his name, but he's a, wow. he was a famous. He used to be. I think he was. He was Serena's coach. I think it was prior to the French or prior to Australian. Prior to the French. Oh I think. wow! So yeah, yeah she he, made that change. So she then. lost. Like she got. She didn't lose in the first round or anything, but she got to like the fourth round. Lost in the French, and then she loses in the first round of, of Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, you know, mm. that's not a great sign. That's right. Okay. And I follow mm. I follow her on Instagram, and uh, you know she seems to be having a lot of fun out here. Okay. <laughs> she, might, she, might, she might need to get a little more focused. I love I love you, Osaka, but just come on, let's focus. Yeah, okay. Naomi, come on, sister. Let's try to get on the show. Yeah, seriously. Right. Yeah, she'll be here. She'll be here for the U.S. Open. So. So you're saying don't count yeah. Serena out. No, we can't count Serena out yet. Yeah, because okay. she still needs two more Grand Slams to pass she, Margaret Court, that crazy woman. You she, know what I mean? She's, <laughs> like, she's, she's, uh, she's in Wimbledon now, right? 
Did uh, she win? Or did she play yet? Oh, uh, she won. She won she the won first, first round. round. Yeah, but but I think no, she may play tomorrow. Okay, she may play tomorrow. But but Margaret Court, you know her story, right? Yeah. Like yeah, how? Oh my goodness. Oh, she's totally homophobic and and. You know she's probably hitting racist, I'm sure, you know. So so that's why yeah. Serena needs to do this for the culture, for everybody, for everyone that's been yeah. oppressed, you know. And so she needs one more to tie. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah one more to tie and, and one, two more to, win, to pass. Yep. <laughs> I like that. Well, so on, on a slightly different note, um, so I don't know if you guys heard, Cardi B Uh-oh. filed a trademark application in March. Okay. She wanted to get Okr. Uh, oh, yeah. oh sure. I like that. You and got skills. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't I do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she was denied. Really? The, the, uh, the government office said it's a common expression that is widely common used. Common expression. And uh, I was like, really? Who says that other than yeah. people trying to imitate her? But right. not no, it. but I did hear, I heard people talking about this a while back, and, and people were saying it was, it was a popular expression in the gay community. Right. I heard that too. Which was I? You, what is the expression again? Go ahead, go ahead, Aaron. <laughs> oh, <grrr. laughs> to try that again. It's, it's not something I. It is not widely used I th- by I, myself. What do you mean? I always hear you doing that. I, I mean, it, you know. That's, it, that's how that's how Aaron greets me every day. <laughs> and being a lawyer, Jamal, can't you trademark? You have a right to trademark something that isn't hasn't been trademarked. You know, you can do. But that. not if it's yeah, not if it's something that that other that it's like so general okay. that other people. You know, have a right to use also. Oh, you know, okay. I uh, that you didn't, you know, that that you didn't really create. Okay. You know? Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you're right. They said it was. It's commonly used in the drag community and by cele- celebrities as an alternate way of saying okay. I think maybe RuPaul was, used to use it. Oh, I, I oh maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Cardi. Oh. Well, Cardi B's latest music video is pretty. You know, pretty. Uh, Unfortunately, I haven't seen that yeah, yet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I did it's hear. Pretty it was interesting. Pretty, uh, oh yeah, wait, what is the new? What's the new song? Oh, uh, I forgot. It's like it starts with P. Power or. Push, push, or power, that, or something. Push sounds right. oh, yeah, it, push. Yeah, push. Super scandalous. Yeah, you know, she, her, her and Nicki Minaj have to outdo oh. each other. You know? uh, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so Aaron, besides, oh, I Bill just did it better than me. <laughs> that was good, Bill. Yeah, that, that's because. <laughs> I'm, I'm not in. I'm not in the room with you, so I'm more uninhibited. <laughs> this is why it's not trademarked. <laughs> no question. No question. No, that that's all I got. Free agency was so huge. I was. Yeah, free agency was wow. huge. Um, yeah, so I guess I guess we can get out of here, Bill. Um, any 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 free, last free agency thoughts? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Kawhi in Toronto. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'd like to see that. All right. Oh, Jamal, by the way, uh, Coco Goff is from um, Atlanta, but she moved to Delray Beach, Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. for her training. Yeah. For her training. But that, I mean, that's well, amazing. A 15-year-old uh, not only qualifying, qualifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, for mm-hmm. Wimbledon. And I think she, she might have been in the French. I can't remember. I don't remember. I'm not that. sure. I but I mean, to, but to beat, uh, you know, Venus Williams. And, you know, she was very emotional. I saw the highlight. Oh, yeah. She was very emotional. She said she told uh, Venus Williams at the net, you know, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. Right. So it was a I great moment it. also. Much respect. Yeah, much respect. No question. Uh, uh, she beat Venus? Yeah, she beat yeah. Venus. And Venus said congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's Serena's the one who's really the sore loser. Venus it, is usually, usually nice. What happened to Sloan? Uh, she's still around. She's still she, she got, to, yeah, she got like, to like the quarter, maybe the quarterfinals, fourth round of the French. 
Okay. But she just hasn't, you know, she's another one needs to now, be more consistent. You know, it's great. Now the women's game is wide open now. Yeah, and the men's game is more closed. It used right. to be the other way around, mm. 90s, and or, until Roger Federer came along, where the women's game was just, you know, you just had a few. You right. know, and then, and so it's kind of, it's good to see that parody in the women's game and seeing who emerges. It's going to be a while before no question. we see and we, someone we'll, you emerge. Know, we, can, we can talk more about it in the coming weeks mm-hmm. if Wimbledon gets... You yes, know, moves indeed. moves along, so that it'll be fun to watch uh, these young American players. Yes, mm-hmm. get it. All right, people, well, keep your keep your hands on your phone uh, if you want to know where Kawhi is going. Uh, it, we should get news any day now, um, and it, it will be interesting. Hopefully, for my sake, he doesn't go to the Lakers, but that's my prediction. Um, we're getting out of here. It was another great show. Uh, we'll be back. Next week, or maybe sooner, uh, because we, ha- we, had a, we have a uh, interview with Joy Reid coming that we did uh, previously. So we have that on deck. So look out for that. Um, as always, uh, check us out on iTunes. and Check out Bros Pod on iTunes and like the show, uh, comment on the show, uh, interact with us on social media, at Bros Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and Bill Roden on Sports on Facebook. And uh, we will catch up with you all later, either this week or next week. Peace. Peace. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks, that's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.